Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. It's time for the first look, week number eight, with Maddie Kroll. What's up, Maddie? How are you? I'm great. That was a mouthful, wasn't it? You just got to get it out in one shot. Sam is always like, what do you have coming up this week? And every single time I'm like, I should practice this in the mirror because it's so hard to get all of that out. Well, I'm used to it. I've been doing this long enough and it kind of just rolls out the tongue. So, uh, but I'm looking forward to this week, but I'm also looking forward to things, you know, things we learn about Maddie, you know, the guys in the old age home, you know, slipping your money. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else do we learn? A hot mark. I mean, these are things every week we learn something new about you. So I'm I what I'm gonna get caught in so much flack about the hot mark thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the old men doing great. They're thriving. Um, I don't know what. I'm trying to think what's exciting in my life. I I accidentally fangirled pretty hard over Marcus Grant on air last night. I thought that was going to be cut out and it didn't. So now I just have to ride with that moment. Hanging I saw out. something I was on Instagram. Out. What did you say? What happened? Um, well, he came on a podcast and we were there. And so everybody was like a little nervous, obviously. And then he leaves. And I thought everything was going to be like edited out. And I was like, he's so cool. Like, that was so cool. I can't, I was really nervous, like went on and on. Did he like me? Yeah. <laughs> no. So um, that was embarrassing, but it's, it's like a fun embarrassing, you know? Right. No, it's good. It's right. human. Right. If it, if it makes your cheeks a little red, it's okay. If it makes it a lot yeah. red, I don't know. How, maybe that's not okay. Yeah. I, and like, what are you going to do about it? Right. It's over. Yeah. You just own up to it and move on. Right. That's a good way to look at it. Just move on. <laughs> Hopefully people forget about it yeah. in a week or yeah. less. It'll be fine. I'll do something different next week that will, people will, I'll embarrass myself next week. I'm sure. I'm really good at that. It's fine. <laughs> How'd your teams do in week seven? Um, Like my team teams or my fantasy teams? Well, your your fantasy it's a fantasy show. Fantasy. It's a fantasy team. All right. Well, it's two different conversations. They did great. Team teams not so great, but my fantasy team did great. All right, this is a very important question I'm going to ask you. Mm -hmm. you're, is, you're a Cowboy fan or you're a Ravens fan? Both. Okay, so let's just say cow. I'll give you both. I'll give you Cowboys and Ravens. Okay. The Cowboys lose. The Ravens lose, and your fantasy team loses. Which a, team are you most upset about? It's a bad week. Um, it depends on. It depends on the game honestly if this is going to be a make a make or break make or break for the playoffs be pretty upset probably it's, it's, it's the last week of it's the last week of the regular season and it's the last week of the fantasy championship which one are you more upset about oh fantasy then okay as long as your priorities in order that's all i have to tell you i have money in fantasy <laughs> i i you know look i grew up a giant fan and I live in Southwest Florida, so I do like the Bucks, right? I appreciate the Bucks, and I love mm -hmm. I love me some Bruce Arians. Oh, you but, do? Yeah, well, I, I like a guy who he is humble enough to let Tom Brady come in, let Gronk come in, let Antonio Brown come in, and he has no ego. Belichick could never let that happen, and he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't. 
me and Bruce Arians have a little bit of beef. He doesn't know it. He doesn't know who I am, but I don't know. Jake Bruce on the show because Jake's his son. I know Jake. He can come on the show and you can beat Jake. <laughs> sure. Maybe Jake will be on my side. What's the beef? Honestly, you know what really got me is last year when they interviewed him and asked if he could build his perfect quarterback using qualities from other quarterbacks. Like, what type of quarterback would he build? And he said, with Tom Brady sitting in the locker room, I don't need to do that. He already exists. And I was thinking, okay, Tom Brady. No, Andrew Luck, this man threw out. And I was like, yeah, that was my face too. And I was like, this isn't real. And then he stuck to it. And then it just irritated me more when they started winning. And he said, I figured out Tom Brady. You just have to let him do do what he does and you don't have to coach him. And I was just like, like he crapped on Belichick. And I, I think I, Belichick is like the, you just, you have to respect him. That's kind of how I feel about him. And I, I think it's because he reminds me a lot of my papa and I'm just like, he's very straight laced and he's stern and he knows what he wants and you just execute the system. And I like that he's like a little black and white like that. I think it reminds me of my papa and it, I don't, I don't agree with everything Belichick does, but I respect him, if that makes sense. It does, but there was a play, I think it was two weeks ago, and Mac Jones is under center, and there's something going on with the defense, and Mac sees it, mm-hmm. and they call a timeout, and Mac drops an F-bomb, and he's like, come on. Like, he knew how to fix it, but McDaniel, McDaniels and Belichick didn't trust him, so they needed to waste the timeout, and that just shows that they need to have control over them. Yeah. And they need to have control over Brady. You're talking about the, the goat, literally the goat. And you're telling the goat what to do, where Aaron just knows, hey, Tom, just run it. You you and figure it out. You and Byron Leffridge talk about it. Yeah. I have a question for you then. Do you think that Tom Brady would be as successful as what he was coming where he came from, coming from where he came from, if it wasn't for Belichick and his systems and the way he groomed Brady? No, not, but I think there was a point. Absolutely not. You're hundred mm-hmm. percent right. But I think there's a point like maybe when Brady's like 35 or 36, when <laughs> I think he got it at that point, yeah. he'd already won five Super Bowls, right? Right. So the way I view this situation right now is I think that there obviously needs to be balance, but right now, Mac Jones, when you look at the rookies across the league, talent wise, he's, he's not top five quarterback talent wise, but he's playing better than any rookie in the league right now. And it's because of the way that they're grooming him, the way they're bringing him in, the way they're introducing things. And so I feel like, or do you think that's just Mac? Do you think Mac Jones goes to Chicago and he's better than Justin Fields? If Justin Fields is in New England and Mac Jones is in Chicago, who's better? I don't know the chemistry, between Justin Fields and um, Belichick, but I think I honestly think Justin Fields would be better. I do. I do. Have you seen Justin Fields play? Yeah, but I'm. I also feel like if you put Mac Jones behind that offensive line with the play calling that they have there, without any help, he's he wouldn't be successful. He'd be on his rear the entire time, and he'd be flustered. You think the Patriots have great receivers? No, and like that's really? that's what's wild about this is honestly the the Patriots shouldn't be doing what they're doing, but they 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 don't have any crazy skill players, but they look 
okay because they're he's a systematic quarterback. I don't think that he would perform as well if he wasn't in a strict structured system. I think you're going to look back 10 years from now and you're going to say Mac Jones a whole lot better than I ever thought he was. I think oh, he's no. mechanically accurate. Mm-hmm. I think he has he just had I don't I, I think when we compare him to Brady it's it's just wrong because that's I just agree. Fair. But I think this is a clearly a Above average is weak. I think he's a, a B plus, A minus quarterback with C athleticism. It's because he can – It's I don't know how to describe this other than his timing is on. And it wasn't like that, like that at the beginning of the season, and that's where we saw him struggle. But his timing is on now, and he can see things. But he has that confidence and security. I, I really don't – I'm not saying that he's not going to be a great quarterback. He's not going to be better than these other ones. But I'm just saying that right now I feel like he's success more successful than everybody else because of the system that he's in. Well, I mean, look, somebody had said this recently. Urban Meyer doesn't know what he's doing right now. Trevor Lawrence is a train wreck. Yeah. Trey Lance is in a system that he's not picking up yet. Nagy is coaching in Chicago. That's a crap show right there. And Zach Wilson is just is unwatchable. Literally, it's unwatchable. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Jones is in the best situation to succeed. So Mm -hmm. crazy. All right. Let's get to this week. Packers Cardinals Thursday night. I I know that I'll be leaving this uh, podcast and flying out to Arizona to play wide receiver for the Packers because everybody will be missing this week, Maddie. I'm suiting up too. Cool. All right. Are you playing the slot or are you in the slot? I'll be slot. I can take a hit. So now here's the deal. Somebody literally asked me this question on Twitter. Would you play Aaron Rodgers or would you play Daniel Jones this week? Play Aaron Rodgers. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game on both sides of the ball. Um, I think that – I think Arizona I, – I treading carefully because the last time I said Arizona is going to struggle without a defensive player, they came out and balled out. But with J.J. Watt out, I think that it's just going to be a little bit of a hinder for them. Okay. I just never want to sit Rodgers ever. I don't yeah. care if there's Randall Cobb and MVS and Robert Tunyon. I'm still playing Aaron Rodgers because Daniel He'll Jones is Daniel happen. Jones. Yeah. Oh, also that. But I'm just saying Aaron Rodgers will make something happen. Oh, yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. He always does. Yeah. And it's amazing. What's their record now? Oh, I don't know. Six and one? They're six and one, Are right? Are they six and one? And remember the week, the first week of the season, everybody was saying how how this team was terrible. They got killed. Now look at how good the Packers are. I mean, they're they're good, but they should have been good from the get go. You can't forgive the first week. I mean, the first week's always a fluke. You can't judge anything off the first week. Right. That's my point. But yeah. since then, it's gotten a whole lot better pretty quickly. Yeah. All right, Panthers, Falcons. I'm going to say two things. I have insider information from a friend of a, from a friend of a friend who said that the Panthers locker room right now is a disaster. I can believe that. And that Matt rule has, is about this close to losing the players and he's just, it's, it's ugly there right now. I mean, I can imagine but you lost the Giants on the road badly. I mean, that would get me a little perturbed. From what I understand, obviously, I don't play for them, but Christian McCaffrey was a huge leadership, played a huge leadership role in that offense, in that team, just in general. Um, 
and I, I mean, once you lose a key player like that, things start going downhill fast. Right. I agree with that. I mean, I think it's also unfair to Sam Darnold too. You know, if McCaffrey's there for seven, you watch him play last week. Oh man, it's bad. But look, I mean, Chuba's good, but you don't have McCaffrey. No. If he's, if Sam is that bad with McCaffrey, then Sam needs to be pulled tomorrow. And that's what they're looking at. Right. But they can't tell that until McCaffrey comes back. Yeah. But I watch, listen to what I'm saying here. Remember, get that pen click out because I'm right. Okay. This is when Doc is right. The Falcons are getting better. Mm-hmm. I like the addition of Russell Gage. They look like that offense is gelling a little bit. I just see the tide going up for the Falcons right now. I agree, especially with Kyle Pitts has found his footing. He is he is the ultimate mismatch. You can't guard him. He was demolishing corners. Like demolishing. demolishing. Yeah. 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 And you Give him one more offseason too. I'm excited to see what he's going to look like next year because I think he's going to put on, I think he's going to bulk up a little bit and I think right. it's going to be insane. Get it's going to be a true unicorn. Yeah. yeah. I, I look at it and I think Russell Gage coming back is huge because on third down, it's guys like Cole Beasley, guys like Wes Welker, those guys mm-hmm. that you look to. And I think Gage is that guy on Atlanta. And without him, I think Ryan was a little lost. Mike Davis is done. I mean, that guy is literally get rid of him right yeah. now. Cart him off. So you put in Gage, you have Patterson, you've got Pitch, you got Ridley. You're onto something. And you that offense needs a reliable guy, especially like you said for third downs to be able to complete that because he's a turn and throw quarterback. He need he needs to know where he's going to throw before it before the play ever happens, and that's what they need. All right, so I'm going to digress a little bit. I'm going to put you on the spot. I apologize if I do, but I'll do it anyway because that's what I do. Miami Dolphins against the Bills. What's your thoughts as a female if Deshaun Watson plays again this year? You cool with it? You don't care? You do care? What's your thoughts? Um, My thoughts for Deshaun Watson. I think that when you look at the situation, um, if the the NFL – we all know it's a business. It's ran like a business. They don't care who you are, what you do. They've shown that by the way they discipline players in the past. They don't really care if you're good at your job, show up, do your job. Maybe you'll get a slap on the wrist. That's the way the NFL is. It just is. We're watching it happen. Everything that's going on in Washington right now. Like, oh, my God, yeah. We're watching it happen. I have my own thoughts on the NFL. For Deshaun Watson, I, I honestly don't see how there's a way he will play this year. Look at what happened to Ben. Ben lost an entire season, Big Ben. When everything happened, that was one female, one. Deshaun Watson is up to 20-some and counting. Like, they just keep coming out. And so at this point, I'm like, I I truly, I don't, I don't see him actually playing. I think that he's going to end up on the commissioner's list. And I think he's not. So as of right now, they're saying that he's going to play, which is mind boggling to me. It is. But, and they're saying because legal, they're waiting for legal action. But truly what I think is they're so preoccupied with what's going on in Washington. The second he gets traded and people realize oh, he could be playing, they're going to raise such a stink that the NFL is going to be like, we can't deal with this. He's on the list. It's done. That's what's going to happen. It, it Will he play one game? Maybe, but people are going to throw such a fit about it. It won't be worth it for them. Boggles my mind that Miami is willing to take a chance and trade 
whatever it is, three first round picks for a guy who I can honestly say may never play in the NFL again. Yeah. I mean, seriously. It's disgusting. And he hasn't, he, he hasn't shown any remorse. He hasn't shown, here's my thing. It's not even just the stuff that went on with the women. He was being a huge drama queen. And I get like, you are a talented guy. Like I'll give that to him. But do you really want to bring all of that into your locker room? The guy who's just like, I'm going to get what I want. And if not, I'm going to throw a big titty tantrum and get traded. Demand that I go somewhere else or I'm going to sit out. Like that's what he was saying prior to all of this happening anyways. And I know that Houston was like a dumpster fire. But on the other side of it, it really irks me because I feel like Tua is actually starting to play a little bit better. And they're not even giving him a chance. And that's not fair to your quarterback who's showing up coming off of an injury, like giving you everything he has. It's just the whole situation is annoying to me. You know, with, with Watson, when it was one woman, you say to yourself, well, he said, she said. When it was two, starting to smell a little bit. When it's 22, there's an issue. There's an I issue. Mean, there's an issue. Okay. I mean, letting this guy in the field to me, I don't know how every woman's rights group isn't out there literally mm-hmm. picketing. At, at wherever he is. It's just, and I can't, I'm with you about Tua. I don't know whether Tua is the greatest quarterback ever, but he deserves better than this. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't, if I'm Brian Flores, I wouldn't want any part of this. I think yeah. this, this has nightmare written all over it. I have a buddy who coaches for the Dolphins and I've wanted to reach out to him about it, but it's also one of those things. They're having a rough go at it as it is. And I'm not going to overstep, but if it happens, I'm, I'm going to be sending a text message just to see right, what the reception is. Absolutely. I'll let you know. All right. 49ers at Bears. Um, I, I, I'm mystified at how Matt Nagy is still employed. I think he is clearly the worst coach in the NFL, and that's saying a lot because there's some yeah. bad ones. Justin Fields has regressed every week. Mm-hmm. outside of Khalil Herbert, who, by the way, got to give more props to my man, Jason Braddock, who called Khalil Herbert in the preseason and said to draft him. The guy looks great after that. It, let me ask you this. If Allen Robinson's name was Bill Robinson, would you cut him from your team right now? Maybe. Yeah. If Darnell Mooney was Vic Mooney, would you cut him from your roster right now? Matt Nagy. Wow. I, I see what you're saying. I don't have anything to argue. That's why I'm being silent. I, I've i got nothing. I agree. It's bad. It's a bad situation. I think this is a game that the 40, if, if the Bears lose this one at home, can Nagy get out of this? Can he continue existing or do you have to fire him? I don't. I tr- If it was up to me, he would have been gone already. You know who looked good last week, though, speaking for the 49ers? Elijah Mitchell looked like a player. Yeah, in crummy situations. He looked good. He looked mm-hmm. really good. I'm interested to just watch him this week. All right, the Steelers and Browns, your man Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, doesn't want to go in for surgery yet, which I guess I can't blame him because once he goes, he's not coming out. Could I argue that the team is almost as good with Case Keenum as it is with Baker? Is that just terrible to say for an OU it's not terrible to say because of the way the offense is designed. It's designed to – it's a run-heavy offense. Where you get an advantage with Baker is he 
he can actually throw the ball on the run. Case Keenum cannot. Is it 100% all the time? Nah. But more often than not, when you're going Case Keenum, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield has a better arm. This worries me just because I feel like Baker is coming in way too early. And if there's not somebody there saying, hold your horses, he's going to hurt himself really, really bad. Here's a question. And I, I, I have my answer. I just want to get yours. In the NFL, you know these guys get you know the four-year contract, and if you're a first-rounder, you get that fifth year. Mm-hmm. And then you got to pay these guys a boatload of money. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have to win in the first five years when the quarterback is on his rookie deal. Because now you got to pay Baker Mayfield $30 million a year. There's no way that Baker Mayfield is worth $30 million a year. Yeah. Here's the thing. I I think that it's it's hard because I wanna I wanna argue Baker's side so bad. I do. And he had he didn't have any stability. This is his literal second year. It's basically like he's the second year in the league because he's had trash coaches. It's been a revolving door. He hasn't had consistency. And he played really, really well last year once they got in the swing of things. He's looked good this year. That team looked good. On the other side of it, the team stacked. They should be actually performing better than what they are. And I I can't really hate on the play calling too much. There's a couple yeah. games, yeah, where towards the end of the game, they just have they have such a hard time finishing. And I think that if it, they were a little bit more aggressive. There, there could have been a couple of like wins that they lost, but the guy can't hit his best receiver, Maddie. He can't find Beckham. I know, I know. Eli Manning found Beckham liberally, but Jarvis Landry's out there, and it's just fine. But yeah, it's, those... it's the same thing with people said that about Lamar, but nobody's giving up on Lamar. Yeah, but look, I'm not saying Baker is bad. Didn't say that. Yeah. But Baker's not worth 30 mil because 30 million to me is two defensive linemen, a linebacker, and a backup running back. So once you're paying that 30 mil, now you're depleting your, your, your depth. And now all of a sudden you're getting thin because you're paying your quarterback. It's the same thing why the Vikings aren't winning with Kirk Cousins at $34 million a year. Yeah. It also kind of depends on the type of contract he gets. If he's locked in for the rest of his career honestly not too bad of a deal the Browns the Browns aren't going to get another first round quarterback that's going to be better than him within the next couple years well that's the problem is that you don't get that right are you going to get that guy in the second or third round who's going to be a game changer or are you going to bring in a free agent who's going to be good or do you have to find a backup on a team and hope that guy emerges into something good right what about Jimmy G I, I honestly would trade for Jimmy G and I would not. Why. No, not at all. You'd rather pay Baker 30 mil. Yeah, but I'm making this a long contract and I'm going to, they're so smart with this type of stuff. And I'm not, I don't even try to understand the salary cap, all, all, all that madness. I know the basics, but lock him in, negotiate his contract here and there. Yeah. Okay. I want you to download this game and everybody out there too. It's called Pocket GM 21. Pocket GM 21. It's the green one there. It's awesome. 
you get to pick a team. It has salaries. And then you kind of learn, you have to be your own general manager and you learn the salary cap because when your guys have a contract, then the contracts come due and uh-huh. you've got to figure out how to keep your roster going. It's great. I'm much better with the salary cap now than I've ever been because of this game. I'm going to have to play it. But no, I absolutely would not trade for Jimmy G. No way. All right. I'm just, just throwing it out there. Yeah. Okay. Eagles, Lions. This is – so I'm going to say one thing here. The Jets and Lions, right? Mm-hmm. Both teams stink. You watch the Jets. It's bad, and it doesn't look like it's getting better. But that Lion game against the Rams last week, fake punts, onside kickoffs. In the fourth quarter, the Lions had a legitimate chance to win that game. I yeah. love what the Lions are doing. Two fake bu- fake punt conversions. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Onside awesome. kick recovery. What? Yeah. Yeah. I they agree. Great. They were playing they, aggressive. They played great. I don't know. If you, pressure, Lions, if you pressure Jared Goff, he's going to crumble. That's well, how you stop them. Well, look, the Lions are going to get a quarterback in the first round next year for sure, right? You can't yeah. win with Goff. That guy's – Yeah. It's, Goff is – Goff is – I think Goff is terrible. And I hate saying that about players, but I don't think that he's good. He's not an NFL quarterback. He's, he's, a, he's a backup. He's, he's a backup. backup. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, Mitch Trubisky has a job in Buffalo, which is probably a better job for him than he ever had. I know. It is How he job. got there. Yeah. It's a great job. Great You're job. Josh Allen's caddy. If Allen yeah. gets, you know, they have a similar style. Allen gets hurt. You play Mitch one week and you're good. You're all right. Yeah. I agree with that. All right. Titans, Colts. I'm so excited for this game. I've been waiting. I was hoping we were going to talk about this. All Let's right, so go. Here, Let's I want go. to talk to you about your Chiefs and your boy Mahomes. I mean, the Titans have the worst My secondary, boy. and he had zero time to throw the ball. How is this possible, Matt? Patrick Mahomes is in Patrick Mahomes' head. And I kept – everybody's like, the offensive line, the offensive line. They made a couple of mistakes, absolutely. Why is Patrick Mahomes leaving the pocket so early? And I don't understand. He was comfortable in that two tight end set that they were running. He felt better under that extra protection. We saw that. Why would you take that away? They didn't even because that other guy it. was hurt. That Fortuna guy or Fortuna, whatever his name was, didn't play last week. I, do they not have any depth there? They have Noah Gray, who's a rookie, and I think that he, oh. Noah Gray is not a great blocker. Not or he doesn't have faith in him, maybe right. too. Right. I think that that's a big thing. Patrick Mahomes is beating himself before he hits the field. Now, are there mistakes? Yeah, but I will argue this till the day I die. If you understand anything about the offensive line, it is horrific trying to trying to block for a guy trying to defend a guy if you don't know what he's going to do he's a he's a mess he's not he's not letting anything happen he's just leaving and making there was one play that I watched and I know that it wasn't the offensive line because every single blocking assignment went the same way his tight end went the same way and Patrick Mahomes went off and did his own little scurry thing, didn't even read, didn't even make his reads, and had a a loss on the play. Why? Because he thought that he could be a savior and run the ball the wrong way. Patrick Mahomes, if you look at it, never really ran the ball much in his entire career, even though he had the wheels to do it. But last year, somewhere in the playoffs, he fell in love with his feet. And he became a, quote, unquote, more of a running quarterback. Because before that, he never was. And it's changed him for the worse. Because now he's leaving that pocket. He's using his – he's trying to be Lamar Jackson. He's not. not. 
Right. It's been a big problem. And I I don't think people have caught on to that yet. No. And I've, I've had to fight with so many people and I'm like, show me a play that you're talking about. The offensive line sucks. Let me see it. And let's break it down together. Because if you look at it, he's leaving before they're even fully set before blocking assignments happen. It's so easy to go get a guy. If, if you're a defender and you're, you're, you literally have a front row view seeing his blocking go this way and you can just run right around because he's running straight to you. It does feel like there's a lot of pressure on him. So I get it. Yeah. And I think he's a little um, antsy because he's feeling that pressure. But at the same time, you can't have happy feet. And that's – look, Taylor Heineke, I, I think I like what he's doing better than what, what Mahomes is doing. Heineke is moving, but at least he's waiting for a play. And then if he can't find mm-hmm. it, he's going – Mahomes is just Then going. you leave. Absolutely. That's exactly what's happening. And he's he's just beating himself. Is it because he knows the defense is terrible and he's trying to come out and do too much? I don't know. Is it because he doesn't trust that line? I don't know. But at this point, I'm like, play call, hand the ball off, and let the offensive line block because they're they're run-blocking offensive line. Let them and that's do the problem. Thing. They don't have a guy they trust there either with Darryl right. Wanell Williams and Jarek McKinnon. Right. So I think it's just a whole big mess. Nothing's going to be resolved anytime soon. I've said this multiple times. I like the Chiefs. The Chiefs are in for a wake-up call. It's not looking good. No. So I didn't know, Maddie. I don't know if you knew that my wife and I had a baby in August. Uh, I did we, not know that. Yeah, we adopted Jamar Chase Roto as the newest member of the Roto family. We do that every year, um, and this year was Jamar Chase. He was a very big baby. I don't know how my wife ha- 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 carried him for nine months. You have but... me going for a hot second. <laughs> it was. I told everybody on SiriusXM uh, Fantasy Radio, I said, get your Mar Chase. And here was my thought. Ready? This was a simple one. Do you remember in college, Justin Jefferson played for LSU? Mm-hmm. You barely remember that because Jamar Chase was on the field. Then J- Justin I Jefferson do- comes to the NFL and he's amazing. And Chase is even better. I only remember because of his Instagram lives. He had some really good Instagram lives. That's how but, I know. But how Locker rooms were lit. Right how good is that team right now? They're a good team. They're no, they're a great team. They truly, they are. I, I knew that we were in trouble when we lost Makari. He got hurt and I was like, Oh, this is not good. But typically when the Ravens offensive line fails, Lamar Jackson does not. Lamar Jackson just turns it on and you, you, he, you can't catch him. He'll just do some little loop de doop run and then get out. They shut him down, shut him down. Not only did they shut him down, they shut down his favorite targets. It that defense, I was so impressed. Offense, I knew was great. Like truly, like Jamar Chase, what can you say? He's excellent. But they brought but Joe in a Burrow, lot of guys from winning great. teams in the offseason. They brought in a lot of guys from winning teams to change that culture. They which have they have such to do. good chemistry. Like they just flow. I love when a team flows. They flow. And it was hard to see my team lose. I'm not going to lie. I was really upset. But then you have to, like the football fan, and you have to respect what they're doing because it's beautiful. It is. It's good football. Burrow played well. Uzoma played well. Mixon played just well enough. But that defense didn't give Lamar anything. They didn't give him anything. They shut him down. Absolutely. They did. did. A little shocking there. All right. Rams and Texans. This could just, I mean, the Texans just seems like every week they're playing another team that's going to drill them uh, 40 to zero. Yeah. Texans have surprised me. They've had a good couple of hits. I saw that Mark Ingram got traded. He did. He is a saint right now. Wild to think about. 
Well, it's kind of good for him because I mean, he goes back there and he wasn't playing for the Texans and he'll be the backup to Camaro. But Tyrod Taylor will be back this week. I think that the Texans will be better than they've been in the last few weeks. But I think Davis Mills did just enough to show a little glimmer there. Just enough. They're still going to get shut down. Yeah. Cooper Cup. How good is is Cooper Cup the number one receiver in fantasy? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. He's beautiful. If you had a draft now, would you want Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, or Jamar Chase? Oh. Okay. I'm going to go. I don't. Okay. I'm going to go Cup, Chase, Adams. And I know Adams can bring down. Adams somehow is always open. I don't know how it happens. Always. How do you not just like guard him, go man? He's always open. I don't know. But especially with the injuries going on, stuff like that. I don't know. The other the other two just have so much potential. It's, it's not even fair. It's crazy, right? And Adams is a great receiver. Phenomenal Adams could go 14 for 220 yeah. in any game and three touchdowns. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah, absolutely. I know. That's why it was so hard. I really had to think about that. That is so All right. Patriots, Chargers. I'm going to give you Excited two visionary plays right now, Maddie. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hit me. One, Damian Harris going to score. The Chargers run defense is putrid. Mm-hmm. And two, the revenge narrative, Hunter Henry scoring a touchdown against his old team. Book it. I forgot about Hunter Henry. Book it. I agree with you 100%. The Patriots are going to run the ball. Also, one thing that I've watched because I went back with this whole Mac Jones narrative, I've been fighting with a lot of people on that. So I had to go back and watch to make sure that I knew, like I agreed with myself and I'm excited because the the Patriots are like implementing in phases different aspects of the game for him to be able to digest. I truly believe that. I think that this is going to be a phenomenal week for the backfield, but I also think that going forward, tight ends, it's gonna we're going to start seeing a lot more tight end looks. Well, we, we saw a little bit last Henry week recently. Yeah, he has thrown more to Henry, but, but I the think. Ch- Johnny Smith even played decent. He did. And but the Chargers shut like down him. receivers very well. The Chargers, yeah. they let the, the tight end go, get open and they let the mm-hmm. runners run and they cover those receivers real well. So I just Back think end. this is Damian Harris, Damian Harris. All the way. Yeah. yeah. All the way. I agree with that. Going but I think Justin Herbert's going to throw for a boatload of uh, boatload of yards this week. I think. Okay. Boatload. boatload. We'll see. I think that, I think that the Patriots – are going to reference the Ravens film a lot in this game. And I think that the defense is going to come prepared. I think that you're going to see him struggle just a little bit, not bad, but I think it's going to be a little bit of what we saw in the Ravens where a lot's taken away from him. He's going to have to get outside the pocket and all of it's going to depend on how well he plays and how well he executes once he's outside of that pocket. I think he can do it. Absolutely. But I want a G- I want a GPP on DraftKings we'll with the uh, recently with the Cowboys and Patriots stack. Uh huh. The Chargers Patriots stack is feeling very very good to me this week. We'll see. I I think it's going to be a good game, but I do think that the win is going to depend on how Herbert performs outside of the pocket because yeah. that's what's going to happen. Right, and I, also, and I think I, that they're going to. Everybody's like they're going to run zone. I think that they're going to man up. I do. 
I don't think the Patriots defense is good enough anymore to stop Eckler and Keenan Allen. Eckler's going to be shut down, I think. Not Maybe. not not completely shut out, but you're going to see what happened with the Ravens. Eckler's not going to perform as well. Which again. means like, Herbert is, is going to throw the ball more to Williams and Allen. So that's why I'm I also I I truly think that I think that he I think the accuracy could be off a little bit if he's shaken up enough. Now, did the Ravens game instill something inside of him where they were like, you got this. This is what's going to happen once you get into the situation. Maybe, maybe it gave him the experience and the confidence to say, you know, like I've got this and he can be more calm. And because the Ravens game, that was the first time we really, he was really jarred this year. He was flustered. He was flustered. Maybe he won't be as flustered, but if he gets into that situation again, it you're going to watch the exact same thing happen. It's He's gonna... a West Coast guy, right? West Coast guys are kind of chill. Mm-hmm. None of East Coast guys. Not t- you he's know. Very not, chill. He's very it chill. cracks so me up. Yeah, he's the type of guy that he knows. Like I'm not trying to come in here and be the quarterback leader, right. hold everybody accountable. I want to come in and vibe with everybody, right. and somebody I, else can take thinking, on that responsibility. I, we, I love where you're going with this, but I just think like. Maybe if this was like a tight-assed East Coast guy, intense, you know, but Herbert's like, yo, what's up? I'm good. I'll throw but he didn't, he didn't look like that against the Ravens because he got flustered, and I think the same thing's going to happen. So it just I, – I'm not saying that it's going to be bad, but I'm saying that if he gets flustered again, it's not going to look good. So If he's flustered this weekend, Maddie, I'm tweeting you out and saying that you were dead on right. Let me know. I argued with seven people and one guy took my advice and he won a few thousand dollars. Wow. Wow. Did not share it with me. What's up with that? I didn't share ask. with Maddie. She'd share with you. I didn't ask. He did give me a shout out on Twitter. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. I'll take, I'll, I'll take 500 bucks. <laughs> I thought about sending back my Venmo, but then I was like, ah, not this time. Next time. All right. Jaguar, Seattle. Um, a game it's going to be hard to watch, man. It's going to be hard to watch. I'm going to watch the highlights probably. Okay. And the box score, and you'll get everything you need to know out of that game. But I am going to watch James Robinson, who run a muck against Seattle this week. Couldn't like him anymore if I – Yeah, I, I agree with that. All right, let's take a look at Washington against Denver. Welcome back, Jerry Judy, mm-hmm. to Denver. Hello. I look at half my rosters and a lot of my seasonal teams. I realized I had Jerry Judy hurt for the last God knows how long. Now he's back in my lineups. I'm liking my lineups a whole lot more today than I did yesterday. You think he's going to come out guns a blazing? I sounded really Oklahoma there. I wow. liked it. Yeah. I don't know where <laughs> yeah. that came from. Andy Oakley over there. Uh, I do like, uh, I do like Judy. I think he's a, a game changer. The only thing Thank is you. Patrick is an outside and Sutton is in the outside. Judy's got to be in the slot. Is he a true slot receiver? We're going to find out. Um, I really like Sutton. I do too. I really like Javante Williams. I have better options, but I don't hate him. He's okay. Yeah. I think we were all down on Sutton because of the injury. And how good has he been this year? I got Sutton, due to injuries, just picked him up. And I'm so thankful that I did. Right. So thankful that I did. Yeah, I was same same reason. I don't know if you saw Maddie. One of my favorite plays of the year, Taylor Heineke last week. Did you see him recover that fumble? Yeah. Where he block first made a you know a passive block and then he runs down and he gets that fumble. How cool a play is that? How many other quarterbacks in the NFL would have gotten that fumble? I go with zero. No, it's what is it that uh, the 
the backup hierarchy or whatever they call it, where it's just like you have nothing to lose. So you just go balls to the wall and prove that you should be there. Like, yeah, I feel like right. that's what he's got going on, but he's, he's not super consistent. No, but I like him. And they said Fitzpatrick's going to be out for another, you know, a few weeks. So, I mean, it's definitely. Sometimes I like him better than Fitzpatrick. I know I do. I think yeah. he's the quarterback of the future there. I really do. Yeah. I, do. I also think that it's worth mentioning he's doing this and you know that environment in Washington can't be good. All of that mess. Like we, we had this debate about the Raiders. How will they perform without Gruden there? Obviously without like without the drama surrounding them, they're doing better. But it's the owner, right? Ron Rivera is a, is a good dude. You have people in and out of your organization. That's that's causing stress and anxiety on all different kinds of le- levels. They don't even have a name. Right. Give me Their a name. Their cheerleaders Sorry. have better name than they do. All right. Buccaneers, Saints. How about another revenge game? The Jameis Winston revenge I'm game. I'm excited. I think Jameis is going to come to play this week. I do too. I do too. And he's not bad. I hate when people rag on him. Not somebody that I'd like, you know, draft first off or anything, but he, he doesn't give up. That's what I'm going to say about him. He doesn't give up. I like that. He, look, I think that he's – everybody thought of him as this great, great player. He's good. He's, he's a B-plus quarterback. He's not an A quarterback. No. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl. But, I mean, you're not a bad team with Jameis. I just think we always thought that he was better than he is, and that maybe wasn't fair to him. I say he's like a B-plus quarterback, and he's a brown noser. Really? He'll do a little extra if he has to. Like, he has that – he wants to be an A-plus. Right, he does. He th- but he, he thinks of himself to. as an A-plus, right. But you're not. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like me Good with karaoke. Cowboys-Vikings. I'm so excited for this. That's a game. Yeah, That's the I Sunday agree. night game, right? That's a game. I agree. I'm excited. I kind of love this game. I wish this is not going to be on any DFS slates that I play on because it's not a main slate game, but – Cook, Zeke, Cousins, Jefferson, Lamb. I mean, Pollard, even. Pollard, even. People count him out. Don't. It's going to be a show. It's going to be a show. It's a a good game. It's a great game. I agree. It really is. Mm -hmm. This this is a great fantasy game. I mean, this is one of those where, I mean, I like Dak, but I like Cousins. I like Jefferson, but I like Lamb. I like, and Michael Gallup may be back. I like Amari Cooper. There's nothing. Who wins this game, Maddie? I think the Cowboys win it. I think the Cowboys have one major problem. Mike what? McCarthy. He's not oh, good. Absolutely. You have one job and he can't do it. He cannot game manage at all. I I don't see him having a job next year. I don't. Well, here's what's going to happen. My prediction. Kellen Moore is going to get a lot of interviews mm-hmm. for head coaching spots. And some team, they're going to be, Adam Schefter is going to report, you know, Kellen Moore is a finalist for the Bears job or something like that. And Jarrah. Jared is going to be looking at his uh, hamburger that he puts extra salt on. Right? So gross. So gross. Really, he was really gross to me, by the way, during that hard knock. He was just oh, gross. yeah. He creeps me out anyways. Yeah. And he is going to say, by Mike McCarthy, Kellen Moore, I'm giving you a whole lot of cash. Yeah. I I, I can totally see that happening. If, they, if, if he is still around next year, that's a loss. He won't. That's a big elf. I, I really don't see how he can be. Yeah. I would. The Cowboys are winning in spite of him. Oh, yeah. 
like despite him trying to demolish everything but i'm also looking at Dak's calf he's not 100 percent. daniel hunter is gonna go pop he'll be all right all right i think he's all right i say he's gonna be all right i i'm starting him all right give me a prediction i want one prediction this week Okay, let me hear yours first. I'm gonna think about mine. I gave you my prediction. I'm telling oh, yeah. you this: the, the Patriot, me. the Patriots Charger game is gonna blow up. Damian Harris scores. Hunter Henry scores. Herbert goes three thirty and three. I'm all in on that game. See, I don't think the Chargers are gonna win. That's okay. Give me your prediction. That was my prediction. Okay. Um, I think. Let me think here. I think the Colts are going to upset the Titans. It's a good one. It's yeah. a good one. I think they're going to upset the Titans. Derrick Henry gets 100 yards? Or... Who else, who has more yards, Jonathan Taylor or Derrick Henry? Um, Derrick Henry. Only because I think that it's going to be a receiver's game. I think they're going to – I think that – I think Carson Wentz is going to be throwing the ball more. Deep down to the field. He's looked good. He's looked good. And the opportunity is going to be there. I like what he's looked like. I do. I like what he's looked like. Yeah. We'll see. But I, I, the Colts have potential to beat the Titans. And I, I don't think the Titans are going to respect the Colts enough to – I think that they're going to be taken by surprise. That's, and they had a that's big win me. last week. Big win. Big letdown mm-hmm. week. Yeah. We'll see. All right. That's it. That's it. That's it. Got nothing more. It's such a such a good time. I don't know why I get so nervous about those predictions. I feel like it's so much pressure. <laughs> I think it's fault. because you're so good at it. <laughs> if look, if you're right, we give you credit. If you're wrong, we forget about it. We're just talking about it next week. Don't worry about it. Didn't happen. So exactly, it didn't happen. All right, guys, time to put away the insurance cards. Put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. For Doc and Maddie, be well. Take care. Bye. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.